Ever wondered what goes on in the kitchens of Melbourne's restaurants? I'm Joe Ritty, and this podcast, Conversation with a Chef, gives the backstory of our city's favourite eating spots. So, <laughs> bonjour. Um, let's start with how long you've been a chef. Oh, um, I've been a chef for 30 years. Wow. Yes, I know. Wow, it sounds really you don't good. don't look old enough. <laughs> <laughs> I've started young, so I've started at 15. Oh, wow, okay. And, um, in France? Yes, and interestingly enough, I knew really early that I wanted to be a pastry chef because we, when I was like four or five years old, we were living next to a pastry shop. Okay. So as my dad been a plumber, and my grandfather was uh, in a coal business, basically to get the coals at the stations, carry, put in, in bags and, and to sell at the shop. They were selling like gas, butane gas, bottles and all the like cancaillerie and yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I knew I didn't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I'm the type of person, I, I know what I want, I know what I don't want. Um, so yeah, and, and food and, and it was, especially in France, summer, winter, I, I like the warm weather and yeah. I didn't like to work outside when it was cold. Yeah. And you can work in a, an, an environment that is controlled and you can eat or not. <laughs> <laughs> so in France, how does it work when you start your training? Do you just start straight in on an apprenticeship or do you go to a culinary school first? Yeah, or? Yeah, a culinary school would be TAFE, like yeah. the, the CFA or like the Centre de Formation d'Apprenti, like an apprenticeship. Then mm. after what I know when I was there, and I don't know how it, how it works exactly, but if it changed or not, but basically two or three years apprenticeship, depending on what, if it's pastry shop or pastry, bakery in, in pastries, mm. or, or, or like, a, like a local, the school in Lausanne, which is the hospitality or hotelier, lycée hotelier, whatever, it's a bit more broad, so you go over two or three, I think three years, yeah. and you start from front of house, from butchery to cooking, pastry, bakery, so all of those things, yes. uh, depending on what direction you go. Yeah. Uh, but I did, a, I, so I did a pre-apprenticeship when I was 15 for a year, basically cleaning and yeah, <laughs> wasn't much fun, but... Yeah. I was at, yeah, cool. I mean, a bakery um, in the Evelyn near Paris, west of Paris. Okay. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Then had a good pre I had a good apprenticeship where we were like only four, five, four in pastry uh, yeah. kitchen with a chef and a, and a baker. And uh, yeah, a good, good pastry apprenticeship. Mm. So, what do you think it is about pastry that's particularly appealing to you? Is it the creativity? Is it the. Yeah. I think when I was young like this, I wasn't really thinking of the creativity because no. on the first, I would say five, eight years or so of your on your career, you learn from others. Yes. Then after after you develop your skills, where you're gonna be creating. Don't get me wrong; some can be earlier than that, and some never create. Yeah. Uh, that's about personality. But um, yeah, the food and, and pleasuring people. That's, yeah, that's a big part of our job is to work hard and do something that people are going to enjoy and have either for the trip of the week or the everyday or, or even for important celebration in their life like yeah. weddings or or big anniversaries and stuff like that mm. yeah. so and and it is interesting to me because i think you know it's being a chef's a hard job it's long hours and um and pressure and and maybe when you started, there was still that hierarchy and quite shouty chefs yes, and so on. Yes, it was a lot different than what it is now. Yeah. Now it's a very, uh, not 
now, but for the last probably 10, 15 years, um, I've been in Australia for 15 years. Um, even before I was at Platz Atene, which was really relaxed, a lot of qualified chefs and very high level of highly precise skills. And, and I've been a five-star hotel palace mm. uh, in Paris. Um, but before, yeah, the, the, you know, I'll put it this way. The younger you are, like in your early 20s, often if you're a chef, you work long hours, you work hard, most and most jobs, not nine to five jobs. But very early in your age, you are pressured with food cost, quality, service, timing. Yeah. That a lot of jobs have to stop responsibilities more in the late 20s or in the 30s. You That's know what right. I mean? I'm, I'm generalizing here, you know? Yeah. So, you, I, you know what I mean? so there must, there's only certain people that can cope with that and course, really in stay. So there's a natural impressive. selection of that. Yeah. But I know that my first chef, I wasn't like in Bordeaux, I worked for the, the cannulé by Alcon, the, the, the father. So I wasn't doing the cannulé, but we were doing like old school, like pastry, like Bordelais. Yeah. Uh, dessert and the owner was there but he wasn't really working because it was quite in the, he was in his 70s but kind of a little bit in charge but that's after when I was at Club Med in Italy where I was in charge it was just four of us we were working seven days a week from so one every four weeks was from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Yeah. Because of the breakfast and preparing the lunch service, yeah, a break from three to five, and from work from five to nine. So when you look at it, it's from seven to nine thirty p.m. Yeah. two hour break. Um, then after a, a few weeks, this, uh, let's come at six. We organize ourselves and let's come at six, and so we had an extra hour in between to go to the beach or whatever in Italy. Yeah, um, seven days a week. Wow. Do that for six months. Yes. And maybe you can only do that if it is for that period of time. When you're, you're mostly in your 20s, yeah. you can do that. Or early 30s. But when you reach 35 after, you get the way a bit harder, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I was speaking to um, another chef re- um, in the city, James Cumro, and he was saying that he spent some time out at um, the Royal Mail, and, yeah. and there were only three of them. Um, so. Dan Hunter and he yeah. and, this, and, the, and the apprentice or whoever, um, the assistant, and he said it was a good time to do it because he was young and he, it was a, there was nothing else to do there, that's what he was there to do, and you just go hard, and, and that way you get your hours up too of learning and um, perfecting and all that kind of thing, and then, you know, yeah. you do other things, but yeah, it sort of, it's, um, it fascinates me, um, just that passion that chefs must, must have to... Yeah. To pull them through that time yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So did you always you always knew you wanted to have your own place? Yeah, I had it quite late in my life, but yes, always. But again, uh, before I was at the RSCV, um, I created Le Petit Gâteau for them. Yes. So I was the executive pastry chef. Wow. And but I knew it was a good. Is it easier job. in Australia than France to have no, your own place? No, you know, we we cannot generalize. Mm. It's interesting. The law is different in France, and I know that a lot of places don't do that. But where I worked in, in at the Plaza in Paris, I know that the staff that wasn't in management were working four days a week. Yeah. We and needed to have at least two days in a row. Uh, coming from America, where I was on six, seven days a week, and for me, and work only like forty-two hours a week was like holiday. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's crazy. And even now, I mean, we're not at our full gear, but I'm, I, I, I do weeks like 50, 55 hours. We're not even in full gear because of the construction here. Yeah, it's almost right. finished. We open a second store uh, next uh, Thursday afternoon in Doncaster, Westfield. Okay. And we're opening in the CBD by the end of the month. That's really good. Congratulations. Yeah, it's, um... it's, it's built such a turnaround from having to close down for financial reason, for, um, for construction reason just in front of us, yeah. uh, then to a turnaround to, uh, to yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't planned at all. No. But, yeah. So how did you turn it around? Just um, timing? Turn around, or? timing. Oh, yeah. I just had to find a business partner that uh, was able to re-inject cash yep. because I was, I had to sell my house because yeah, thankfully we didn't lost it, but yeah. I had to sell the house uh, that we had for 13 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, so, yeah. that is dedication though, isn't it? <laughs> it's your no choice. Yeah. I could have said, that's it, finito, and go bankrupt. And I would have gone bankrupt yeah. if I would have choose that. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah. Right. Well, that's great that you've turned around. So tell me about what you're making. What's your, what's your main thing that you make here? Is it mainly pastries? And... Uh, mainly, no, it's interesting. I'm a pastry chef and mm. I'm known for my desserts, but we make all our pastries. We make all our own cakes. But as well, I would say that we specialize in large cakes, like Thursday cakes, and, okay. and from small, medium, large XL, XXL, to weddings, to specialty, to even here with that beautiful space, events. Yeah. So we, we've done some events for 50, 60 people already, yeah. already here. It's a big place, and it looks like a big kitchen. Is it a big kitchen? Or yeah, there's a pastry kitchen over oh, there. Yeah. So we are equipped. That's why we're gonna have three stores by next month. Yeah. Uh, but that kitchen can produce and yeah. do the, the dessert. Too. And do you do um, a lot of recipe creation, or are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've 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 done new uh, recipe creation, but I know that if it's worth it for you know as a business and yeah. uh, and if it's fun for an event, I will create a new new dessert. How do you come up with your ideas? Sometimes it just come up like this the story last week I was because I didn't want to copy and paste of what I was doing in the city yeah. of course it was my style so that's your style because there's always a reason and that's why that it's um, <coughs> I was carrying on and um, you, you have a style so chefs and on menu planning and your food, it really depends on what inspiration and what personality you have. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and because when you look at the desserts like that, it doesn't look like Zombo, Purchase, no. Lugs Bites, Jeremy, uh, whoever. And I like, and I, for me, I want to be different. I think I, I, I want and I like to have a productive approach simplistic in some ways my desserts are a lot simpler than Zumbo or Darren or Lux Bites because I'm planning to do for two stores, three stores and say four and five yeah. so I cannot do cakes that are way overly thinned and with way too many steps mm. it's a personal choice only me I like simple clean clean cuts 
uh, desserts, uh, like the mud cake, I think it's a beautiful cake. I kept the recipe that I created for RCV. I've changed it. The size, the height, the garnish, decoration, and it's a mud cake, but it's a little classic, but it's, it tastes great. Yeah. So my point I wanted to say was about last week, yes. the cheesecake that we were doing in the city. It was interesting because it was really productive and quite good. But I was like, what can we do to streamline it, but to make it different? And with the conversation with the chef that was just there, that was really Australian, we were like, what about Neapolitan, the ice cream? And I was like, oh, I said, well, what's that? And I, I kind of knew, but I'm not really, I'm, I'm Australian, but not born here. <laughs> Australian with a French accent. <laughs> But, and it was like all the chocolate, the vanilla, and the, 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 the raspberry, I was like, oh yes. So we looked at, you know, doing perfect layers and all of that, but as a, it's possible, but everything is handmade, you know, so I always look for efficiency where yeah. we can do. So basically, we have our three mixtures, and we tuck, tuck, tuck. We, we have it in the, from the photo shoot yesterday, but I think it looks like a, like a marble Neapolitan. Nice, wow. And I wanted to keep those meringue or cream kiss to give it a new direction and quite as well a very productive approach mm. but not compromising on the taste because those ones are packed full of flavor it's basically fruits with less than 10% sugar and agar, agar. Uh, and it's all pre-piped all pre-done so in the freezer so when we decorate 5, 6, 20, 30 cakes clack clack it's very productive Yeah. why? because when I do production these things I don't want to have bits and pieces of small recipes in the fridge there and there. If we do the batch of cheesecake, we're gonna do 15 small ones, 14 large cakes, and that's it. Mm. There's no leftover, no. there's no nothing. But it's very easy to carry it on with so many recipes and products that we're doing yeah. to leave some scraps in there and right and left. Then it's a big shit all. You know? Yeah. So my friends, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I want the kitchen, the fridge, everything to be really organized and clean. Yeah. And not look at the bench and it's full of things that shouldn't be there and so on. Yeah. yeah. And I guess too, there's a lot of talk now about um, food waste and wanting to, oh, you know, get, get down, you know, cut that out. And, yeah. and are you able to, with pastry, reuse things that you've used, you know, that like, I don't know, Peels or le or leftovers or how I don't know it's a bit different to we, cooking we, we, with we vegetables. Have, and the, the good the good thing with pastry is we can freeze and whoever pastry chef tell you that they don't freeze, either they're a liar or <laughs> it's a very small production yeah. kitchen. Why is because for me I rather do a batch of these cakes and blast freeze it straight away. We have the raw roast of the blast freezer and freezer units. Mm. You can buy a car, a luxury car with each of them. That's how they're over hundred thousand dollars. Wow! So they are state of the art moisture control, uh, air pressure, um, temperature, la la la. So the product that you eat, like all the croissant that is, we do it once a week. Why? Because we prove it overnight every day, so it's always baked fresh. Mm. All the cakes and everything, everything is being frozen at some stage. Okay. Then finished in a very productive way. Um, yeah. And you cannot feel any freezer burn, taste, anything, you, you can. No, yeah. but it's, it's about efficiency, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
And along your journey, did um, I think did you work for Alain Ducasse at one yeah, stage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the plugs are in yeah, Paris. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, um, was he someone that stood out for you as a as a mentor or a person to look up to, or this, was well, there someone else along the way? As a as a mentor, I would say yes. Uh, I'm a pastry chef. I'm not a savory chef. I knew of him. I knew from the news or the events or the in the chef circle, pretty much. Uh, but I looked more about Christophe Michelac, where I was, he was my direct chef. And as a creative person, as a, as, as a person, his work is just incredible. Mm. Um, the way even now he was able to reinvent himself, his product, to create a new range. That now, and you know, that's what I, 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 I think is amazing, is not so many chefs can, you look at a cake, and you look at it, it's like, wow, that, that's Pierre made, that's Fauchon, yeah. that's Claire, that's Zumbo, that's, yeah. you know, purchase. Why? Because all those people created their own style. If, nice. if, I, if I, let's say, I will go to that, to the photo, I, I will click someone that I know, I won't say who, but it, there's so many people like that, that if you look at something like this I'm gonna hide the name can you guess who it is no I'm <laughs> not, not, not no. knowledgeable enough <laughs> and even if I'm the things it looks absolutely amazing yeah the skills it's out of this world but everything is used with a mold and a glaze okay. and a spray and all of that by personal conviction that I want to be different mm. You know, it's like the square, it's a rectangle, but I don't want to be here, mm. but I want to be here, yeah. just not too out there. Yeah. And again, it's, it's back to having our own uh, personality. And, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. When you first came to Australia, did, was it a big um, shift and did you have to adapt a lot with your cooking or? Yes, uh, because I was trained in, in France, in mm. Belgium, and in Italy, in Europe. Then I moved to America for nice. six years, and came back for a year and a half when I was at the Plaza Athene, and came here. So basically, it was really on the dairy product where I had to adjust oh, yes. the dairy cream butter ratio, especially. That's interesting. Yeah. The recipe that I was doing in the States, France, here was splitting because there was a higher fat content. Ah. Some of the most of the cream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Between different countries. And what would your advice be to a, um, a young person now who wants to be a pastry chef or a chef? Well, yeah, work hard. Don't be afraid of, you know, uh, be passionate. A former chef of mine put it on his Instagram yesterday, which was taken from other people, but be passionate and you won't have to work a day in your life. Mm. So it's a nice saying, yeah. but yes, at the end of the day, it's still work. And the more in love, the, the easier it is to work harder. Yeah. Uh, and do, do things by passion and don't do things to expect things in return. That, that's just a personal thing because if you do that, you're gonna be disappointed. Yeah. If you expect, if you do this and you expect something in return because you've done something recipe for disaster yeah. I mean you'll be disappointed so yeah. good advice uh, thank you mm -hmm. <laughs>